With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What up, people? Back on another edition of Meeting Unfiltered with your host, Kenyon Martin, and a guest of the show. We know him as MG. Mark Gray. Welcome back to the show, brother. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much, my guy. Happy to happy to be here. Yeah, on this on this post finals game edition of Meeting Unfiltered. Um got a lot to talk about. Um so let's let's dive into it, man. The game just went off. Um what was your impressions of game one? I was very surprised by Giannis. I, I was very surprised by Giannis. Um we saw Anthony Davis go out there and give it a shot. And, you know, we seen James Harden go out there and give it a shot. I thought he was just going to draw a long list of people, you know, this playoffs who went out there and looked like a shell of himself. And, I mean, for a guy who hyperextended his knee, what was that, a week ago? You know what I mean? To be out there and running and as aggressive as he was, you know what I mean? Like, that was uh, – I was very impressed by that. I was very impressed by that. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Chris Paul, you know what I mean? Like, Chris Paul, I don't know if you can say enough about Chris Paul and how he just makes everybody better and gets everybody where they're supposed to be and gets the most out of everybody. Like, Phoenix was clicking on all cylinders. And, um, you know, it's going to be tough. The Milwaukee, I feel like we've just – like, when Giannis was out, I've always heard all this great stuff about, you know, Holiday and his peers love him and, you know, Chuck and them saying, you know, he's the best player on the court and da-da-da-da. It's just like the Chris Middleton – Holiday, Giannis is like they're never all at their best at the same time. Yeah, because to me it looks like like Drew Holiday prefers a lot to them guys, um, which he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Cause they need all three of them to play at their they at their highest level to be successful. Um, my takes on the game: um, a Phoenix deal they were supposed to, do, of course, at home. Um, coming out of game one, fans and are going crazy, taking care of business. Um, yeah, but you can't allow um, – I'm saying D-Book played out his mind. Chris Paul played out his mind. Uh, DeAndre Ayton played out his mind, which I'm saying that's the big three for them. You know, you can't have all of three of them play the way they did and not have your top three at the top of their game for Milwaukee. Um, but I think um, Milwaukee gave them exactly what they was looking for in – and coming out and switching all the pick and rolls, you know, and they, uh, they, I think they was able to prepare for that. That's the way they played most of the last series uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, switching everything with Brooke Lopez, and it worked out at times. But when you have two elite scorers who can get to their spots and Devin Booker and, and Chris Paul, that's a recipe for disaster. Like Mark and Jasper, they both were saying during the game, you know, those guys are elite. That They work at those, and you put a seven-footer out there, um, trying to defend it. That's a recipe for disaster. So we'll see what adjustments um, Milwaukee makes for game two. Um, I think they like the the um, the Giannis at the five thing. Uh, they got to find somebody else that they can throw out there that can um, keep the ball in front of them. 
because uh, I don't think Brooke Lopez is going to be too much of a factor in this series um, if they're going to continue to switch. Yeah. If they you find a different he, way. You, you don't think he's the answer to keeping Aiden off the glass? Not if they're going to continue to switch picking roles. I'm saying because it's like, what, what are you going to do? I'm saying because if you're going to play the picking roles a different way, then of course you can have him out there because he's seven feet and he, he's a big body. You know what I'm saying? He, so, you know I'm saying? Of course, in that manner. But if you're going to continue to guard pick roles the way they did, he won't be able to play, you know what I'm saying? Not in this series. What What about the way that Brick Lopez draw on the offensive end, though, being able to shoot the three draws Aiden away from the basket on defense? Yeah, that's okay, but he giving up so much on the other end. Okay. I'm saying, how many pick and rolls that they switch that they scored on? I'm saying, how what Brooke made what two threes, three threes at best. I'm saying he made more than three. No. Um, I'm saying so. I'll take that. You know, what I'm saying to give and take it from Phoenix. You know of of having him out there trying to chase CP around and chase Devin Book around. Like, like I take that yeah. all day. Him making three threes. So you expect to see less of, of Lopez. He only got 23 yeah, minutes. Not, that's what I'm saying. If they're going to continue, he only played 23 minutes because yeah. the game plan was to switch pick and rolls. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like they didn't work on anything else. <clears throat> so now you got a day to prepare for a different game plan. Whether you're going to have to be up on the screens, you're going to have to blitz, you're going to have to do something different. I'm saying because you can't, like you got to let it like they were saying during the game. Like Jay Crowder was struggling shooting the ball today. Like, hold on, let me pull it up. Like, Jay Crowder struggled shooting the ball today. 0 for 8, like 0, 0 for 8, for, and 0 for 5 for 3. That's, that's, one point. You know what I'm saying, and, yeah, one point, and that was a free throw, you know, of course, you know what I'm saying, so. So, let me ask you this. Why did, why, why wouldn't, why wasn't the game playing after halftime or whatnot, or during the course of the game, forced the ball in Jay Crowder's hand, deny them other guys back, like anything that they in the switch and roll, the pick and roll, switch it. But then you got to double, like run at him, get the ball out of his hand, and make sure that the ball finds Jay Crowder. What? What? What's the best Bucks offense like? Tell me what in your mind what the best Bucks offense look like. I mean, for for most of us, we just see Giannis downhill with the ball. But it seems like when Giannis has the ball in his hands, it seems like Holiday just becomes irrelevant or just a spot-up shooter, which I don't think is his strong shooter. It's just <clears throat> a spot-up shooter. And um, and then Chris Middleton. So what what is the ideal yeah. Bucks offense? At times, it is Giannis putting pressure on the defense, pushing the ball. But he's better when he's running, putting the pressure on the, on the defense that way and letting the mother guards, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, bring the ball up, you know, going up getting early post-ups, going up and getting things like that and not – and running to me like pick and roll with Chris Middleton handling, and make the defense make a decision, or Drew Holiday handling, make him make a decision. Him rolling, putting pressure on the middle of the defense, they got to collapse because he's he's saying he's one of the best finishers there is in the game. So you got to respect his role, putting the pressure on defense that way, and finding shooters. Now guys got to make shots, you know. But I think the ball in Drew Holiday hands and him being aggressive going to make plays for himself and his teammates. You know what I'm saying? Himself first and teammates second. If you're doing that, then guys will collapse. Then you find the shooters in that way. But I think putting Giannis at the five, man, is, is going to be what the recipe is. And 
and him rolling and he got good hands. Like some of the some of the same passes that that Chris Paul trusts DeAndre Aiden with the arm to catch. Like the one he threw late. I'm saying he fake like he was gonna swing it and he threw it over. He caught that and it was, it was a tough catch, but he caught it and finished it. So those are some of the plays that they're gonna have to make with him at the five, man. Let me ask you this. Um, you have been blessed and fortunate enough to play not in one finals, but in two finals. Like, and just about everybody who took the floor tonight, I'm not sure. Just about all of them, if, I'm, if not all of them, at least all the starters, like, if I'm not mistaken, this is all everybody's first finals, right? Like, Except Jay Crowder. Except Crowder, Jay Crowder. Right? Except for Crowder. So that's taking it back to like, you've been there, your first NBA finals, your first game one. Is it the stage so much different? Like, like the, that they make us think that it is at home, or is it when that ball goes up, it's basketball just like any other basketball? Um, for me, it was like, like coming out and seeing all the media there game one was, was a shock. You know, I've always tried to maintain my intensity all the time and maintain the way I'm going to play all the time. So I didn't know it. Somebody looked at my like my numbers for the four game against the Lakers. Somebody posted average twenty two against the Lakers. So that was four games. You know what I'm saying so. I think you had 30, 30, 35 or something like that in game four. Yeah, game oh. four was thirty five. So that helped something that like out that. a little bit. But yeah, yeah, but so average twenty two against them. Do you feel like n- nerves and stuff like that plays a part in these games? For some people, yeah. Like, like if you. If you if you're not prepared for the moment, um, I think yeah, it can get the best of you. But like, I don't think I was nervous. I was ready to play. I probably was too amped. Yeah, you know, like I, like I, like I'm saying, I get out there. Like I don't get nervous. Like I I be too hyped. Like where I where I'm almost about to hyperventilate. You know what I'm saying? So for everybody's different. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's yeah. that's your equivalent of nervous is getting overhyped. Other people's equivalent of nervous is lacking uh energy you know what i mean we all we all handle it um different did you while you say you were overhyped did you ever look at a teammate and be like you look a little stage uh stage struck out here no no i never i don't i could tell by your play i could tell by during the course of the game certain things going on like there was a situation with um with keith van horn a couple times like shaq running down the middle of the paint and he had the opportunity to pick him up and he didn't. You know, I'm a young, I'm a, I'm a young pup, but you know, I mean, I ain't gonna back down from nobody. If I see him running down the lane, I'm gonna pick him up. Like he rolled running down and he act like he didn't see him and <laughs> not he throw the ball to Shaq. He, he dunk it. Like my bad, my bad, my bad. Do it again. He, my bad, my bad. Man, it was a timeout, man. I lost it. <laughs> what did you say though? You didn't notice the seven foot three hundred and fifty pound guy running down the middle of the court? Man, say my bad one more motherfucking time, man. We got a goddamn problem, man. Pick him up, man. Like, file him, do something, man. Just don't let him catch the goddamn ball, man. Like, but yeah, no, just just situations like that. But nothing to where I thought like a teammate was scared or nervous or, or and and, and then if I did see that, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm gonna go over there and like like people don't understand this about me. Like, if you've never been on a team with me, like you don't know the kind of teammate I am. I'm saying like, so I'm gonna come over there, patch on your ass, but I know it's just a game, dog. Come on, I'm gonna get your shit together. Like, like that's like that's me. Like, I'm not, I'm not the. Oh shit, this motherfucker nervous. Like, 
talking like, hey, tapping teammates, hey, I'm scared, man. Like, uh, I'm saying like some dudes will be, you know what I'm saying? That's not me, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're in this together, we're in this foxhole together. We're going to, I'm going to ride with you no matter what, you know what I'm saying? So if I think I can encourage you, if I think you're nervous, then that's what I would have done. But I don't think I've experienced nothing of <clears throat> when nobody being nervous about when I'm not even looking for that. I'm saying like I'm. So is there any? I'm, difference I'm pretty sure it was guys. Is there any difference between game one and game two though? Like, all right, we already got that out the way. We here. We see what it is. It's game two now. It's just literally just back to playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. And so we lost game one. We lost, went back to the drawing board, and I'm just just like Milwaukee finna do. They are gonna go back to the drawing board. Um, make hopefully make some adjustments uh, defensively. How they gonna guard Devin Booker and Chris Paul? Um, and and the same thing that happened last year is like teams keep letting this Cameron Payne kid go left. Like ain't nobody forced him to put the ball in his right hand and go make plays yet. I'm saying the situations like that 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 you got to pay attention to detail. Like things like that come back to bite you. Like the Cam was it um, light skinned kid Thomas was it Cam Thomas? Mm-hmm. Johnson, Cameron Johnson, light skinned shooter. Two for four from three, like, but but the two he made, he was able to catch the ball and then you don't make him put the ball on the floor. Like, like those are the kind of adjustments that you gotta make for game two. Like make him put the ball on the floor, make the camera pain kid go right, like <clears throat> trapping CPs, trapping D book, making them make plays, putting them in different situations, but giving them a different look if you if I'm saying if you want Brooke Lopez to be a part of this, even if, even if not, you got to do something different because you can't. Is, Port, is Portis a better option for Lopez than Lopez right now for this series? But they're still putting him in the pick and roll because I guess they know something we don't. I'm saying like Phoenix watch tape. You know what I'm saying they know who bad defenders or who's or, or, or who's more liable on the defensive end than others. I'm saying it was going at it was going at Lopez, it was going at Portis, and it was going at Forbes. Like, them was the three that they was picking on. And Cunnington. What was it, Cunnington? Yeah. Yeah, they was going at him. You know what I'm saying? That time. They was putting them them four guys in most of the pick and rolls. So what do you do? You got to trap, force the ball to guys' hands and make uh, certain guys make plays. I'm saying, like, making the Cameron Johnson kid, putting the ball on the floor, making the ball find um, Torrey Craig when he on the floor, making him make plays. So you got to – like, it takes effort and it takes thinking. And a lot of guys can't think game plan on the fly. So it's a lot to it, man, for, 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 for the adjustments. But if you want to win a, like win a world championship, then those are the things you got to do. So let me ask you this. Um, excuse me, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Um, if you're Milwaukee, what do you see that's encouraging? Like, okay, we did this. I think we, we're okay. Like, what are you taking away from this? The fact that Giannis played played thirty five minutes and was yeah. moving well, and yeah. that's that's your positivity in this, because nothing y'all did defensively worked. Nothing. Right. So there's nothing to go on that. Like you, you had some open looks that didn't fall and all that. Like you're gonna make shots. You're gonna make it. You're gonna miss shots. But Milwaukee has some adjustments defensively, like in a major way. In a major way defensively, or this thing will be over quick. <laughs> now, now you've been you have such a knowing you, you have such a defensive mind and a leadership mind. Back in your day, like when you're in the I guess it's two different coaches, really, though. Like you say, I saw this and I see these adjustments. 
Do you go to the, as a player? Do you say, Coach, I saw this, I think this, or do you just shut up and you play basketball? And you let Absolutely, no, never. Do you do you think I'm gonna shut up? No, you I'm know, thinking, you know, I, yeah, but I know it's, you, I, I don't know in the locker room. I don't know if it's you've been around like, you know, me. Like, I, know, been, I know, I know. Ain't no. If I'm in the locker room, I'm alpha dog around here. Unless I don't care what locker room I'm in, I'm gonna be me. Mm-hmm. I don't care who in there. Names don't matter to me, right? Because I don't feel none of y'all know the game better than me. Just being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like I know this game very well, and I'm able to articulate. I'm all, I'm able to process it on the fly. <clears throat> So and your if, I think some things, if I if I think some things need to change and certain adjustments needs to be made, absolutely I'm gonna say something. And if you don't agree with it, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna show you that my way works better. <laughs> I'm saying. Huh? Like, I'm going to go out there and do it your way, and if I get on the cross screen, you want me to guard it this way, and I tell you, no, I'm going to guard it this way. Right? Yeah. And I go out there, and I guard it the way I want to guard it, and it don't work. And I come over there, and I'm like, hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, these are situations, man. Like, if I try it and don't work, then I try your way. Or I try your way and it don't work, and I'm going to try my way. Like, it's it's going to be one of the two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to go out there and get beat over and over, keep trying it your way. Because this is your game plan. This is what y'all want to do. So I'm saying, like, I'm not, like, like no, like, I'm not going to, like, we playing the Lakers, right? God rest his soul, man. Like, being tortured. Every time we see him, like, he, he doing what he do. We're in Denver. So what would I do? He cross half court, I run at him. Hey, trying to get all the I yell to my guy, hey, I'm going to go double. Get the ball out of his hand. Hey, take the nine back. JR, the nine back. Don't let him AC, don't deny him back. Don't let him catch it. Ain't nobody tell me to do that. So after the game or during the timeouts, during after the game, the timeout, oh yes, I like that. Now you want to put a name on it. Let's talk about Laker Red. Who's who's this? Uh Carl? George? Your boy. <laughs> now, yeah. the, the, any time that you did that and it was like, okay, never mind, that didn't work, got my ass torched? Yeah, of course, certain things yeah. don't work. But I'm not afraid to try it and say that it didn't work. Like, But I'm not going to keep letting you us get beat doing things a certain way. Or I'm not going to be in, just like if I'm in the gym, like I've been in the gym last couple days watching KJ play. Certain things I see, <coughs> certain guys in there, I'm gonna say something. Got you. Makes sense. That's every time. So just imagine if we're on the biggest stage there is. And game one game, it wouldn't have took me during the first quarter, right? We're switching this pick and roll. We're getting torched. <coughs> it ain't gonna take two and a half, three quarters for us to make no adjustment. Not if I'm on the team. Or not if guys like Chauncey or certain guys on the team. No, it's not going. It's not going to go. Or a coach like T. Lou, or guys that's played. Monty Williams. It ain't going to take him two and a half, three quarters to make adjustments. 
So exactly. if I'm hearing you, if I'm hearing you correctly, this whole series pretty much, or at least to start off, is going to hinge on Milwaukee's ability to stop that pick and roll. Yeah, what they going to do? Are you going to continue to switch it? <laughs> Good luck. You saw that work. You saw that work. How much of that is Chris Paul? Because he seems to be successful with that from Lob City to New Orleans <laughs> with David West to to Clint Capella in Houston. It seems like, you know what I mean, even in OKC, which I don't even know who the hell he was running to pick and roll with OKC, but... I- I, that team you named Chris Paul, David West, that series, we in Denver. Go look it up. You got your fancy little tablet. Go go look up what we did to New Orleans Hornets when we was in Denver. Chris Paul did everything in his power to keep me out of the pick and rolls. Mm-hmm. Too smart for that, bro. Like, like, I see you trying to manipulate the game of pick and rolls, so I'm my, I'm saying you the quarterback over there. I play middle linebacker. With David I'm West, signal call pick and pop. He pick roll, pick and pop. He mixed it up. Yeah, yeah. and Tyson but, was on that team. Was that Tyson yeah. Chandler? Or no, I believe Tyson was on the team. If I'm not mistaken, Tyson, Tasia, Posey, like yeah, 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 yeah. Shooters, because I know Tyson's above the rim, and he's he's a you know a lob guy, and I, I know David mm-hmm. West is more of an elbow pick and pop dude. And we beat them by fifty six one game on their home floor. They were like the one seed too, right, or something like that. Uh, no, I don't know what seed they were, okay. but it don't matter. We put foot the ass, man. Yeah. You uh y'all knocked them like, out. You guys beat them in the first round? 4-1. Okay. Dallas. Beat Dallas. 4-1. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, beat, like, no, like he trying to put Nene in the pick and roll. So what I do, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to put Nene in every pick and roll. So I manipulate the pick and rolls. I tell Nene to stay down and different situations. You want this guy to come up. No, I'm I'm pointing, talking, like, no, I'm not gonna let you do that. Like we beat the hell out of them, man. <laughs> like, no, like been in series with as teammates with him and against him. You know what I'm saying? What's so, you, uh, Chris Paul? Two 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 times in the NBA finals, you lost you lost game one both times. Yeah, I think we won. Did we San, San Antonio series? I know we split in San Antonio, so I don't know if we won game. We might have won game one. Okay. Yeah, against San Antonio. Yeah, I, I know we split in San Antonio. Because then it was 2-3-2. Two, two. So the finals was 2-3-2. Two, two. Yeah, yeah, they did that for, for a little bit, yeah. which was, which was, was kind of crazy because it's like if you split that first one, like you get one of those first two, and then you go home for three in a row, like it's a very good chance. Like, you know See, what I mean? Like you're not coming is, back. Like, well, they won two on our home floor, you know what I'm saying? So we won one at home, and then they went out, went home and closed us out in six. So, but no, yeah, man, like, we're going to see what adjustments being made, man. But it was a good good competitive game one. Um, can't let Devin Booker get two free throws. Got to stop fouling. Uh, yeah, like, they did – both teams did a – I mean, if some, I'm Phoenix well, – Phoenix did a good job taking care of the ball. Um, if Phoenix get – if Jay Crowder's out there for 33 minutes and goes 0 for everything and scores one point and you still win by 13, I feel good about that if I'm Phoenix. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's why he's like, like – No, go ahead. Yeah, like I was saying, man, like I was saying, no, you, the ball got to find. You got to make the ball find him. How many shots Tory Craig took? Took two shots. No, that's – no. I'm saying, like, <laughs> the ball got to find him. 
Like, hey man, Cam if, Johnson kid, like Cam Johnson kid, like we'll make we'll make the ball, find him and put the ball on the floor. He gonna have to go make a play. Um, if Chris Paul is gonna give you thirty two points on nineteen shots, man, and 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 again the nine assists and and two turnovers, like that's what Chris Paul does, man. I, I we I I don't know um if you're ready for it today or if we want to do that for another show. Maybe we can do this after the finals goes. But it's like the the takeaway from this final is in you know where's Chris Paul's history? Where's Chris Paul's place in this in, in NBA history and uh, and on the point guard um status? You know what I mean? And like if you were to ring, where where does this put him? And or just where is he in general? Like I don't put onus in the championship for okay. him. Just like it doesn't for John Stockton, it wasn't in the cards for John Stockton. You gonna tell me John Stockton not one of the four best point guards of all time? I don't know. You want to name him because he didn't win one. You want to name him? Listen, I'm listening. Uh, I'm gonna throw the names out there, and you can put them in order. You can Magic Isaiah Stockton, Chris Paul, J Kid. Put them right um, there together. Uh, I really don't like throwing this. This I'm not. I for me personally, I can't. Oscar, Oscar was a point guard. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not big on 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 critiquing and ranking players that I've never seen. You know what I mean? I, I don't yeah, know what Oscar, what Oscar was or wasn't. All, all I can do is read the stats and look at what yeah. five highlights they had back in the day. So I try to I try to keep it well, from people my that basketball. you've seen play uh, yeah, of the people that you've yeah, seen play. Right. Which for the most part, I mean. I think would Oscar would probably be the only one that I didn't. You know, what I mean, I grew up with Magic and Isaiah and that type of thing. And like I said, I, I I'm not gonna put Steph Curry in that category. And it's not because he's not willing. He's he, I just don't look at that. I don't look at John Stockton and Steph Curry as playing the same position, having the not same responsibility. Not, not at all. Not at all. You know, you know what I mean? So I, I don't I don't I don't want to do that. But I would definitely have to say, like when I when I say. I'm building my ideal point guard. Mark, what do you want your ideal point guard to be? I could, with the exception of maybe height, I can't, I, I, I want Chris Paul. I want a guy who's going to run the offense first, can score if he needs to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But every time he's going to, he's coming down, he's looking. And more importantly, he protects the ball. He holds on to that ball. I know a lot of people critique him for not letting that thing fly and doing this, that, and the third. But, I mean, he's going to consistently be at the 10 assists, two turnovers. At one point in time this season, no. he had, like, 43 assists to two turnovers yeah, over three no. games. Like, like, that's what Paul Gar's supposed to do is take care of the ball. Like, historically, like, your job was to take care of the basketball, get your teammates involved, and knock down shots when it came your way. Like, that's – Historically, it has been the position. You know what I'm saying? So, to be an extension of the head coach. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so, and which is what I think he's the definition of that. He's mastered it. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think he's as if there, good. If as there's a master, if there's a ma- like, people know the way I feel. Like, there's no secret on the things that I've said about Chris Paul, my feelings about Chris Paul as a person. But as a basketball player, if there's a master class at, at the point guard position. Yeah. Chris Paul is is the teacher, you know so and not only five. offensively, the, and, not and, only and all, on defense. like not only offensively, <laughs> defensively as well. You know yep. what I'm saying, 
he is going to compete. He plays with an edge. He has a competitive nature about him that that's it's contagious. I'm saying it's infectious for the guys in his locker room. And for those guys in that locker room, they look at him as, as Chris Paul. Leader. So, no, but they're they in awe. Some of those guys are in awe of yeah. his career and the things that he's accomplished. You know what I'm saying? So be able to be a teammate of him and be able to absorb that information and that that leadership and not fight it in like DeAndre Aiden, like, I, I think that's huge. I, I like that. And, t- and I think that's a big difference yeah. between, like, when he's 30 and he's talking 34 and he's talking to a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 23-year-old, they're going to shut up and listen. When you're 34 yeah, and you're talking to a 32-year-old, dude, I know Ben is like, you know. So listen at this. Imagine this. <laughs> if DeMarcus Cousin had someone of Chris Paul's nature, I'm saying the ability of Boogie. You know what I'm saying? Now, not to say that they were the same per- personality, but just having someone who's gonna hold you accountable, ain't gonna let you be out here on bullshit every time you're not doing your job, or just or just pure out just motivation standards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and DeAndre Aiden is blessed. You know what I'm saying, like, to have a Chris Paul there to be able to play with a Devin Booker. You know what I'm saying? So, what what's the age difference between you and J Kid? Well, I'm 43. I'd be 44 this year. Uh, I think J Kid what 47, 48. So, so not four or five year gap. Four or five. Yeah, yeah. So, so how could you compare Chris Paul relationship with DeAndre Aiden and your relationship with J Kid from a basketball standpoint? You and J Kid a little bit way closer in age, right? Yeah, but J Kid is not as J Kid is not as as vocal as Chris Paul. J Kid more of J Kid forty eight. Yeah, so he's four years older. So um, J Kid more of a lead by example kind of guy. He's gonna he's gonna say things and point things out and tell you certain things to do, but it, but to Chris Paul is he's vocal. One hundred percent of the time, yeah, and that wasn't J Kid style. Yeah, not, 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 not. I'm saying sometimes when he needed divorce, he did, but for the most time, J Kid out there taking care of business. I'm now, so does a twenty four year old Kmart shut up and listen and say that's J Kid? He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm very like, and another misconception <laughs> about me is no, nah, I'm very coachable. I listen, like I'm when it's together, like you if you telling me something I feel that you helping me and you have like fucking all ears, you know what I'm saying? At 18, 19, 10, 35, didn't matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm very coachable, man. Like I'm not the guy that's gonna no. like that's especially when it's staying together, we're trying to go out and win, man. Like so we, if, if it don't work or you telling me something, then we can talk about it after. So circle back. Can you give me your five, your top five point guards? J. Kidd, Chris Paul, Magic, Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton. I like it. I like it. Yes. I like it. I, um, I think I'd almost be 
identical. Magic Stockton, Isaiah, Chris Paul, JK, right? That's 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 what we yeah. got. So, yeah. I like it. Right right outside where, where we got Steve Nash. He right there. He right there. Him, uh, him Andre Miller. GP. Yeah, I think he had the next wave. Yeah. Of, uh, I like your five. I I I literally would have the identical five with with a uh, a Nash at the uh, at six. The only knock on Nash is the is the defense. You know you know what I mean. But yeah. what I want my point guard to do is I want my point guard when he's coming down, he's trying to find somebody to get going and need be. I can, you know, well, this doesn't work. I can surely get get yeah, mine I, too. As well. And I put Chauncey right, probably right after those guys. You know what I'm saying, like, probably sixth on my list, six, seven, like, would be a big shot because because I've been in the locker room with him and and had conversations and the way he think and his competitive nature and. How he got us like just being there with him and being able to go to war. I'm saying I put him and Andre Miller, Steve Nash, like GP, like yeah. them in that next, like that, like that next wave of. See and see to me, those are like personal yeah. choices, but I agree with them. And when I when I say personal, like if you to we be the only person in the world in, in a general room to say. Chauncey Billups is in my top five point guard. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, I get it. It's not for everybody and it's not. I Meeting Chauncey and seeing him and being around him, I get it. Like, I get it. I've I seen the way that dude's ability to work with Ron Artest and Steven Jackson and Jamaica and, and everybody to get everybody on the same page, all kinds of different personalities. And, and by listening and talking, and leading by example, mm-hmm. that's that's what you would want. And Chauncey, I get it. nobody else. If you don't know Chauncey, of course, it sounds crazy to say he's a top ten point guard of all time. And I get, but Chauncey, yeah. let me put it this way: you gave me a f- strong starting four, like what you had in Denver. Now, excuse me, in Detroit, and you add Chauncey on that team, you get better. In Denver, you guys yeah. have all the talent in the world. You add Chauncey, you guys get better. Like I think if everything is in place, he he's a good, you know. Right. That's, He's good. I like it. Like, like no knock to Melo. People know the way I feel about Melo, right? If they traded Melo and kept Chauncey there in Denver with what we had, you know, they traded them together, right? When they sent Melo to New York, they traded Chauncey with Melo, right? If we, if, okay. if we keep Chauncey on the team we have, we still very, very competitive in the West. Me, me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so I'm going to let you say it. Um, me and you have talked numerous times about this. Your reaction when Chauncey came versus losing an extremely talented Allen Iverson, maybe not at the peak of his career, but still mm-hmm. giving you 30 on any given night. And I know that you felt like that was what was needed to get you guys to the next level. Like so, personally, like my yeah, my Chancey, like my personal relationship with Chuck, like yeah, I hated it. You know what I'm saying? That's my man, Hunter Gordon. Like personally, yeah. Basketball sense, AI and Melo wasn't we wasn't gonna win nothing with them. Just what it was, you know what I'm saying? 
two of the most gifted basketball scores to ever lace them up. Ever lace them up. But we need somebody to settle this shit down and get everybody involved, get everybody's shots, let Melo do his thing when he's supposed to, but distribute, dictate, talk, have conversations. Like, that's what we needed. And that's what Chauncey brought to the table. So, and right there against the Lakers, man. Like, right there. We throw the ball away. We had two turnovers late in the game. Um, yeah, like two games. Like, we gave two games away. So, we're right there, man. And, and no doubt in my mind, if we don't break that up and we continue, like, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think we could have been – just like, of course, we was going to miss Melo, but I think people would have had to step their game up, of course, which I think we always capable of doing. Uh, but yeah, it is part of it, man. Now, I, I love it. It's funny. What I, was, I think we ever had that discussion about top five point guards and literally um, identical. You know, the order might be a little bit different, but I love it. I, I love I love all those guys. They're all point guard. They're all quarterbacks for me, which is what I want my 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 uh, point guard to be. Things start going crazy when you throw, you know, Steph Curry's name and, and Iverson or whoever the hell you want else that are just like just because they lined up to say Steph Curry's job when he comes on the floor is not to create the shot for anybody else. Like you like Steph and Allen Iverson and they had their own category. Yeah. Steph, Allen Iverson, I've never seen Pistol Pete play, but I'm I'm assuming that you can put Pistol Pete to that. Right, right. <laughs> With yeah. the Allen Iverson, the Steph Curry, like transition, change the game. Yeah. Um and, and that's where we are today. Like Damian Lillard's responsibility is not to get said person to get them the ball. You know what I mean? Like it's the job is to score. It's the score. You know what I yeah. mean? So, so like Different, different position. Yeah, well. then you got them guys over here, like yeah. him, the Westbrooks, the yeah, yeah, Kyrie. They over, yeah, they over there. Mm-hmm. Talent, a, uber, uber talented. That's a yeah. great. That's a great way to put it. Uber talented, yeah. man. They over here. They in their yeah. own lane. Yeah, those are like, the guys. They're in Like they in the HOV lane, and the guys that we got are the they're in the fast lane. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, Russ and Stephs and. Those guys, then they then they HOV lane, then they they got their own thing. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely, brother, absolutely. <clears throat> what we got yeah. next, bro? Um, hold on. What do you, what do you see happening game two then? Before we move on, like I said, hopefully adjustments being made right as we speak with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no sleep being had tonight. A lot of film watching mm-hmm. for the next tonight. All day tomorrow, walking through stuff, getting on the floor, walking through situations, talking through situations, a lot of lot of adjustment talk, and hopefully implementing these adjustments as the game approaches. Um, Phoenix, just cleaning up a few things, man. Just not letting Giannis get downhill as much. It's just certain things, man. Um, so we won't talk again until after. They should, yeah, they should expect that. They should expect a more aggressive, um, more determined Bucks team. Um, after coming off a loss, uh, I've seen or we've all seen how they've responded after losing the game um, in the playoffs. So um, I don't expect the final game two to be any different uh, from their approach after losing. Yeah, so I'm looking for an even more competitive game too. Okay. Yeah, but Milwaukee needs to make some adjustments, man. Like some major adjustments. We'll see. 
Is it necessary for more? Does Milwaukee have to win in this or it's over? Or you okay with them going back or two? Well, eventually, you got to win a game in Phoenix, whether it's now, whether it's later. Right. Well, obviously, right. Yeah, I agree. That's a fact. So there's <laughs> no better be game. Fact. The easiest game to get is one. Um, but that that's over. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but now, yeah, so all the, all the focus and attention or is it um, going into game two? You know, um, trying to get game two going back split and they're going to take care of home. But um, all the focus is meant on, on what adjustments that they're going to make. Um, can't keep switching pick and rolls, man. Uh, I did an article on um, on our parent company, Basketball News, talking about the nature of switching defenses and the, the tragedy that it is of 100% of all switching or switching 90% of the time. Like, it's a recipe for disaster. Like you let like teams can prepare for that. Like teams know you're gonna play it this way and they can prepare for that. Like they know what shots they're gonna get. They can dictate who they put in pick and roll. They can dictate what matchups they want if you're gonna continuously give them this look. So I'm not a uh, I'm not a believer in giving teams a steady diet of the same things. Um I'm a firm believer in coming out of timeouts and Trapping certain things, coming out of timeouts, playing zone defense, zoning out of underneath out of bounds plays, zone inside out of bounds plays, giving teams a different look. I'm saying they're letting them dictate the shot they're gonna this do they have zone de, zone offense? Yeah, but if you throw them out, if you catch them off guard after a made free throw out of a timeout, you come out and go zone. The coach drew up a man play. So whatever play they drew up. First two plays, they got to scrap. So I'm a firm believer in, okay, we're going to trap the first three or four pick and rolls. So we're going to give them that look. And then we're going to play the next couple this way. And Like, I'm a smart basketball player. So, and I, I expect us to be able to make these adjustments as a team and us not be hindered from somebody's lack, lack thereof of, of being able to make adjustments and being able to during the timeout, okay, we're gonna play it this way. Next timeout, okay, that didn't work. We're gonna play it this way. So that, that, that's what it takes to be good, man. So when you said switching defense, right? I'm gonna just ask this one last question. I know I keep saying that. As a competitor, I know you as a competitor and as a defender. As we watch that, this game is transitioned to while you say switch defense on offense, it is nothing but picks as a as a competitor if i catch you catch lebron out on the island you're on defense don't you want to be like let's see what he got me and you mano and mano and nowadays here comes that screen here comes that screen here comes that screen like you watch mike's day it's like oh me and him bet now it's like no nah, i don't like this matchup let me get the screen here i don't like that matchup let me get that screen yeah. and then now yeah. all of a sudden it's you and brooke lopez and it's just like Damn, bro, like I was kind of looking forward to being you up. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, as a competitor, just in general, what do you think of that? Like, I, when no, I but it's been players, going I, on, though. Like, it ain't just started. Like it's, like, it's been going on. You trying to manipulate the matchup you want. Yeah. Or if, or if a play work, then you go run it over and over. So you're trying to – LeBron, like, I'm, I, like I started the game guarding LeBron. He go run pick and rolls to get me off of it. Yeah. 
Does that blow you? you? Does that just be like, yo? Like, would you rather deal with because the game plan is same size? We're gonna switch it. Like, so if it's me and Melo, then it's an automatic switch. Or he's not gonna put me in a pick and roll because you know we're gonna switch. Then he's gonna put Nene in it, or he's gonna put Marcus Camby in. I'm saying so. It's been going on, Mm -hmm. but it but it just we will make adjustments. We ain't gonna keep switching it because if if Marcus Camby know that. Okay, I'm gonna have a like I like I'm gonna have a rim protector, but my lateral movement out here of trying to guard these guards not the best. So I'm gonna make sure that I'm I'm up on the screen. I call out my coverage. I may I I dictate what the offense is gonna do. And not the offense dictate how we're gonna guard something. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm up on the screen at the level of it, Drew Holiday can fight over the top. You want them to throw the ball to whoever. Like, that's fine. If I'm at the level, if you roll out, I'm getting the ball out of Chris Paul's hand. I'm getting the ball out of Devin Booker's hand. And you're going to have to fight to get it back. Like, it's effort. It's thinking. It's effort. Like, like playing defense ain't easy. Playing good defense is even harder. Playing elite defense and Oh no! Do all those things. It's different than what people think. It's not. It's not. It's not that. Like, like you said, I'm on LeBron. Like, no, you're not. That's not. You know what I mean? Like, you don't do everything. Way more. It's way more than that. It's way more. It's not like what you think at the park. You know what I mean? Like, that's my man. Go do everything in their power to get me off of it. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I'm not finna deal with him. Mm -hmm. Like, of course they're gonna run plays and all that. I'm gonna end up on him at times and all that. But for the most part, I'm not finna have to deal with him. Right, no, we'll put put him in it. So, it's, but it's been going on. But now the four so spread out now, and the three ball is that much more important. But like, you got to be able to stop the ball first and foremost, man. You, so it's it's effort, man. It's it's, and I don't believe in giving guys an out when this is your job. Like, you might not be the best at it, but we're gonna try. We're gonna work at it. I'm gonna land. Like, so that's just me, man. How much, you, bro? Yeah, no. Right, what you got I'm next? For, but I'm looking forward to game two. With all that said, like I'm really looking forward to a competitive game too. So, I'm I'm, uh, I'm happy that Giannis again before we move out of here. I'm happy that it looks like we're gonna get. It looks like at least the 85. percent You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. not the Anthony Davis stuff and not the James. I mean that James Harden. Anthony Davis like one percent. James Harden was, I don't know, maybe 50% at best. You know what I mean? Like, we're really going to get – he was moving. And to so – yeah, um, so when you said it earlier, I, I like I had the thought, and I'm glad you brought it up again, and we're going to move on. But them injuries, them guys had were, like, like soft tissue, like, hamstring and groin, like, them. Like, I mean, like the guys were saying, like, strongest Giannis body has – he didn't put the time in and – and lifting, and he ain't just lifting up a body. Like, he's a complete body. And mm-hmm. him being as physically fit as he is helped in that yeah. moment. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so to stay to stay with basketball, um, with the Rachel Nichols, ESPN, um, whole tobacco of <laughs> situation that this has become uh, – now it's it's for one, it's unfortunate that 
people can't have a conversation without want somebody to record it. Like that's it was a microphone on a camera that was left on. Um, it's foul. I'm saying for somebody to release a, a, a private conversation that you have with someone, with someone, whether the microphone was left on or the camera was left on or not. Um, it's fine. I'm saying no other way around. It. Uh, but the situation of what the conversation was about, not surprised. <laughs> um, it's been going on. So it just now people are hearing words that's been the picture of what's been going on and people of color being spoon fed and given certain positions to the Rooney rule <laughs> of, of, of sports and, and the business world as well. I'm saying it ain't just in sports. This type of thing goes on in all walks of life. Where any type of business is being done, where college admissions, college admissions, yeah, high school admissions, we gotta call it what it is. We need some color in here. Like that's the I mean, that's the old term. Like ain't enough color in here, or or it's too much color in here. You know what I'm saying? So and heard both ways. You know what I'm saying, but it's it's very unfortunate um, because I'm pretty sure Rachel. Like I've I've met Rachel. I've done the jump. I've been yeah. around her. Never heard anything of the sort. Always, always been pleasant um, for my time playing, her covering the game, and me doing the jump, and ESPN being there, and yeah, always been pleasant. So, you've worked with her several times. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't, I don't think she was doing it out of any any malice or saying things out of malice. She's like, no, nah, just. Find somewhere else to do this. I'm saying, like, not don't don't include me with it. Don't make me out. Like, don't put me in this. Like, that's what I got from it. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that they, that these women are, has been pinned against each other um, because of arterial motives um, of of higher ups of suits, so to speak. You know what I'm saying so. Uh, that's my thought. It's a messed up situation um, altogether. Um, Rachel's been pulled off to being um, sideline reporter for the finals, which you knew something was going to come of it. You didn't know what. Um, it's only a matter of time before she's off the jump. And yeah, so they're going to easily, easily um, maneuver their way off of her. Uh, I'm trying to save face right now because if they do it right now, then lawsuits and all kind of things could come of it. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a messed up situation altogether, man. Uh, it's unfortunate that a private conversation got out. Uh, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't know, bro. Like it's, it's foul. <laughs> um, let to start off by saying like, it is just to piggyback where I, everything you said, I 100% agree with. And I'll take it once a couple steps further in a couple scenarios. Kenny, I'll, I'll gladly say myself and I'll, I'll give you the opportunity to include yourself in it. If we, if we finish this show and we turn off this 
we think this camera's off and me and you talk for 20 minutes and it was recorded, somebody going to be in trouble. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? So if you caught this lady having a private conversation with a friend in her hotel room and that's the worst she came up with, that's not that bad, bro. Like that, yeah. that, that, you know what I mean? It wasn't <clears throat> no N words. It wasn't no name calling. It wasn't. This is, mind you, she's talking to a fellow white person that she knows is a friend behind closed doors, has no, and I didn't hear anything that sounded malice. She didn't say the yeah. girl was talented. She didn't say, and yeah. it's a pretty good conversation, bro. Pretty, Absolutely. Pretty good for, for a behind doors conversation. Pretty good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't want my private conversation with a friend recorded and dissected and then and then to be picked apart and judged by it. Like that can go bad for a lot of people. So I, I think that's that that's that. Um second part, diversity. Sometimes it works in your favor, sometimes it doesn't, bro. Like yeah. that that that's you know, we benefited from it, both of us, and we've lost because of it, both of us. And that just is what it is. I mean, the fact it can't be like I'm pro diversity until it doesn't work for me. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like when I'm doing the college admissions and, you know, the college says we got to get some black kids in here. Cool. What's up? I get in. They can't be mad and be like, y'all letting all the Asian kids like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the Asian kids get the minority scholarships. Like, bro, what, what is this? The Mark Gray scholarship or is it yeah. like diversity? It's not just for you. You, you know yeah. what I mean? So, that's how it is. And it sucks. You, you know what I mean? And, and it's unfortunate because it's easy. And what, what they call it now, the cancel cult, the cancel culture where they, you know, like, get rid of everybody. Everybody is the worst thing that ever happened. Like, yeah, that, because you got crazy. an opinion. Yeah, so because know, you got an opinion. Yeah. Rachel Nichols, I listened to that thing. And like I said, fuck, I mean, we heard, um, was my guy like Donald Sterling. We've heard way worse closed conversations. You know what I mean? And be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what you call someone. Hey, and he and he and he even he is wasn't that bad. Yeah, right. So for so eighty year old, hey, like Bill Burr said, the comedian. I don't know if you know Bill. Oh, Burr. I Bill, love Bill Burr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Bill Burr said, for eighty year old white man, not that bad. Wasn't that bad for him what, just what? to have a picture of you right. uh, just say for you not to put him on Instagram? He, like, yeah, he said, just don't bring him to my games. He said, just don't bring him to my games. Oh, no, I, th I think he said, just don't have him on Facebook or something. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, so I mean, like, I I'm not overly mad saying <laughs> Rachel has to go and da da da, you know, and then everybody, just like everything else, I feel like it kind of got blown out of proportion, and then people started using it for their own to get on your soapbox and, and make a stance, you know what I mean? And it's just, first of all, it happened over a year ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now all of a sudden people's, I don't want to work with her and this person, if we do that, and, I mean, I don't know about all of that, bro. You know what I mean? It's two people fighting for mm -hmm. one position and somebody is going to have to lose out. And who knows what the reason is. They might, what if it's because she's younger? What if it's because she tests better in this demographic? Maybe it is because of diversity. Maybe they do need more black people. Maybe they need more younger people. Maybe they need more taller people. Maybe they need people with different color hair. Whatever the case may be, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's diversity. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden, they now, now Rachel um, sleeping with Jimmy Butt. I'm like, listen, man. Like, <laughs> right, I'm like, like, yeah, it's like, come on. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, it, it, 
it just starts getting legs and life of its own and it's going everywhere and it's just like again, like wildfire. It's like, yeah. like, like wildfire and embers, like the wind blowing and people say shit, the wind blowing, like see where it's gonna land and see where it's gonna spark up. Like it's, it's Kenyan, and most people in that private conversation, if I if they say Kenyan, they took uh Mike Smith and they made him the power forward, that's what they're going with. And we were talking probably you'd be like me and Mike Smith, are you serious? He's a bum. He can't mess with that. That's what most people are going to be saying behind closed doors. She didn't say none of that. She just said, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, hey, that sucks that I'm losing out because of diversity. The same thing that da 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 da. And, and really put it on ESPN saying that if you listen to the whole thing, she kind of said, I know what the girl's going through because it happened yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> you on know the other I mean? side of it, like they yeah. put me in this position because right. it, so, it was I mean, too many, too many men in the. Bingo. Bingo. Come on, man. Like, yeah. Like. <laughs> right? So, you know what I mean? Because that's exactly right. Like, we got to get some women in here. If we look at the panel, there's seven men, eight men on the sideline. We got to get some women in here. Yeah. It helped you out then? Yeah. So, yeah, nah, people, people are amazing, man. They quick to make statements without knowing all the facts. Huh. Quick to... Cancel somebody, jump down somebody, take sides. Yeah, take sides when the situation has nothing to do with you. Oh, I'm like you can have an go. opinion. I'm saying like you can have an opinion, but you ain't got to always share that opinion with everybody. Like I have an opinion on a lot of shit. I don't speak on half most of it because. And who does your opinion represent? Can you? Like sometimes, like. Say it again. Who does your opinion represent? Me. Okay. <laughs> Shit. That's you, right? Mine just represents me. me. Yeah, Mine just me. represents right. me. Like, okay. so, and because some of the times it ain't going to always be politically correct what I got to say. And I know that. And I know it, it ain't. Like my opinion ain't like 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 you just said, my opinion ain't for everybody. And some of the shit that I think at times, like I'd be damned if I say. You know what I'm saying? Like my nephew tell me all the time, like, uh, like man, I can only imagine what you be thinking sometimes. Cause some of the shit you say. Me and my best friend used to sit around before Instagram, before all this shit, like, yo, if there was a camera in here, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're the same boat. People be like, I can't believe the words that come out your mouth. I should hear the things that are in my head. <laughs> Those are just things I let out. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, 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 like, if you have an opinion, man, sometimes it's best. Like the old, old folks used to say, man, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, you don't say nothing at all. And that just goes to, Good or bad, like your opinion, like like you said, some keep it to yourself, man. Like it's at times with certain situations, with this situation, it just I just felt like people were quick to judge Rachel for no reason and quick to have something to say for no reason, or like, like you stated, wasn't that bad of a conversation? <laughs> no, she, didn't, she didn't call her no black bitch. She didn't. She didn't right, <laughs> like right. like. Right. Like none of like none of that none happened. Of that. Like none of that. So. That's what she's saying in the privacy of her own hotel room. You're not that bad, man. You better not than at all. You better not than at all. Not at all, man. But I hope ESPN, man, don't 
don't let her go in the long run, man. She's good at her job. I think she's well liked by um, people that's come that come in contact with her. Um, I've always I've always had positive positive rapport with her. Um, so yeah, no, nah, I'm saying I would stand by all of them, Maria, uh, Rachel, all of them. You know what I'm saying? They all good at their job. I'm saying they all work to get in this position and they all deserve equal opportunity um, to work amongst each other and not be pinned against each other. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully they figure it out, man. Hopefully they've had a conversation. Um, uh, I know Rachel apologized on air. So hopefully they've had a private conversation and and they can move on as two powerful women in this industry um, and thrive. You know what I'm saying? So. That's what yeah, I it goes, man. It's it's enough people out there. Everybody mm-hmm. calling for everybody's head. Rachel, as far as I know, is I don't know what 20, 25 years in this industry. Like we just gonna throw her out because of a private conversation she had in a hotel room that really wasn't that bad. Like enough of that. We got we we have enough getting rid of everybody and canceling everybody and throwing mm-hmm. everybody out. Let's get some more talking mediation and keep moving forward, man. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I wish them all the best of luck. I hope they can all work together and. You know, who's to say that? Yeah, I wish them much luck. All right. So, last topic. Um, Olympi- uh, the the Olympics is coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something. I saw a meme. Uh, but the Olympics is coming up. Um, USA team has been selected. Men's um, team has been selected. Um but let's speak on Miss um, Richardson. This is Shikari, Shikari Richardson situation. Uh, her not being able to run because of a failed drug test. Uh, it wasn't steroids. It wasn't the Ben Johnson <laughs> uh, uh, situation. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Uh, she indulged in a little puff puff give or or puff puff keep or she might hit a vape pen or she might eat an edible or who knows what what whichever way she consumed her her THC that, that required her to fail a drug test. Um it's not funny, um, but what is funny to me is that people have the audacity to say boycott like black athletes should boycott the Olympics and not support the, the athletes that's going still. Um, Cause people going, they not going because she felt a drug test. They still going. And Steven Jackson is my man, hundred grand, but I 100% totally disagree with his stance on this. We all know the USA is making strides at legalizing marijuana in a lot of different places. The Olympics in Tokyo ain't one of them. <laughs> a little bit bigger. Olympics is, you've never been able to fail a drug test in the Olympics and compete. If you did fail a drug test and they found out if you already had your medal, they stripped your medal. They right. took your medal, right? And for her to come out and say she knew what she did was wrong, I was, words out of her mouth, I knew what I did. I was wrong. 
how can anybody else have the audacity or have anything other than well, she was wrong and she shouldn't run? How about the other people that didn't smoke that had drug tests and passed? Like I'm like I I don't feel bad for her. That's unfortunate. I'm sad. She's from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Native. Mm. Cliff, all that, yeah. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, I don't feel bad for it. It's very unfortunate, very sad situation that this opportunity has been taken from her. I, I, I'm not gonna say it's a once in a lifetime opportunity because she's young. She can come back from this, but this opportunity this year, she put herself in this situation, and. I'm a firm believer in I've made a lot of beds in my lifetime. Very uncomfortable ones. I've had to get in the fetal position, put my thumb in my mouth and get comfortable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I made that bed. I got to lie in it. And this is a situation she put herself in. Did nobody force her? Did nobody? No, she made this decision. She knew what was coming up and she put herself in this situation to have them drug test her in. Her, she fell a drug test. So this don't support the athletes that's going. The black athletes shouldn't go. Like, like no, 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 that don't work. Like, she put herself in a situation. Like, nobody, nobody else did. Her. So every decision you make, good and bad, there's consequences to those actions. If she would have made the good decision and not smoking, the good consequence would have been she had to run the Olympics. She made the wrong choice in this situation. And like I said, once again, it's very unfortunate that she's not able to run, but this is the sense she put herself, this is the situation she put herself in, man. So um, I wish her nothing but the best in the future, but she got to sit this one out. It's a learning experience and it might be what's needed to push the needle forward on, as Mike Wilbon always says, more than one thing can be true. It's a terrible situation that it happened. Yeah. It's stupid that weed is a banned substance for the livers. Very stupid. Very stupid. It's time to update that rule. Doesn't improve your chances of winning. How? It How? No, no, no. Let's, let's, let. We ain't talking a world, like we talking, to, there's only a few places around the world that marijuana is acceptable. So you going to the Olympics, the Olympics is not just the US. This is Absolutely. multiple countries. So marijuana still being on the banned substance list in the Olympics, to, I, I have no problem with. I have no problem really? with being on the ban for the Olympics. Yeah. Because I have no problem because, with the because here's my question. What what's the benefit of it? Shouldn't it be the Olympics? Don't we all we want is a level playing field? I just want to make that. sure that you're level, I'm level, and if something's okay, not giving you advantage, but, like but so, so weed weed helps recovery. We, we, like there's medicine has proven like weed helps with your recovery. It helps with certain medical marijuana helps with certain things. So who's to say it, it affects it affects everybody different? So you you could see a scenario where it helps it. It could be. Okay. I'm saying for recovery, I ain't saying to go out and actually run. Yeah. 
They ain't gonna make a run no faster. <laughs> right, which is where I'm at with it. If it ain't gonna make a run no faster, it ain't gonna make a run no faster, but and you know it's still and you know it's a worldwide, it's a it's still in places, it's considered an illegal drug in places, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna tell so you therefore, so therefore, if it was just happening, if she was USA trials, yeah, and all that, yeah. Hey, I hear you. Live here. She lived in here. She was in, I think she was in Oregon when she consumed it. Right. She had every legal right to do it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We're not talking legal. We're talking about the Olympics. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that, so where I was going with is, is that I, I, in my opinion, it's time to get that off of there. You know, I don't smoke, so I don't even care. Okay, I don't have an opinion of one. And 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 to be honest with you, as a non-smoker, if they told me you were going to go compete against Kenyon tomorrow, me versus you, and they said, you know, he's smoking, I'd say, can I buy the weed for him? I would like yeah. him to smoke more and more and more because that's it's help. I'd rather, you know, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, she's hurting her lungs or whatever the case yeah. may be. Now, that being said, around, well, I think that is wrong and that rule is wrong. I mean, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But rule, but the rule is yeah. the rule. You know, is the rule. And if I know, I like to drink a beer after the game. If if I know, then I'm yo, Mark. You drink that Corona, ain't gonna let you play tomorrow. I got a decision, man. How much I want that Corona, and how much I want to play tomorrow. And if I say I'm gonna give me that Corona, hope you really like that Corona, bro. You you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's the decision. And when they come tomorrow and say. Hey man, uh, you got Corona? Yeah, I did. You can't play today. No. Okay. I was fully aware of that going in, and that's the decision I made, and that's the decision that I have to. And now I have to look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, was that Corona really worth it? And that's the decision I have to have with myself. Yeah, man. Like, ain't nobody coming to other people's defense when they getting jammed up. They might say something, but they don't like. Like, no, it's. Like, no, it's, I, it's never fair if me and if we're teammates, 12 of us, it's never fair that if somebody else breaks the rules now, all of a sudden, like I didn't I didn't smoke. Well, you know what I mean? If, if they say, Kenny, you failed a drug test. Hey, Mark, let's quit. I didn't smoke. <laughs> like, why, why, like why, why would I quit? Because you got to try smoking. Like, I'm sorry that it happened to you, bro. And I love you any the same way. But that's the decision you made. I'm, I, I'm, I'm lost about that. This is your grown decision. This is your decision that you made. So therefore, whatever consequences come with, your grown ass got to deal with. All right, that's what it is, man. Like, like I said, it's very unfortunate. Like you, and in your words, it's a learning experience for. Yeah, I think she learned a lot from it. A lot of people supported her, um, which is fine. Like that, people can support her. The fact that she didn't get the run and. She didn't get added to the um, the four by one and all that. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate, man. But like I said, I don't feel bad for her. She put herself in this situation, and and good luck to the young ladies that's going to represent. You know what I'm saying? That's going there are to go other out stories. There, and, there are other stories. There are. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like I get it. She was the great story, and and they they put. You remember when we were kids and they had the um. Ben versus uh, what the hell? Dave versus Dan, the Olympics, yeah. and then they yeah. both missed the Olympics. Like yeah. Dan versus Dave. Like there's other stories. You, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like so, 
pick one. Like, I get it. You guys, we, we, we've been investing her. Mind you, we've been investing her for about two weeks now. Okay. Yeah. Three weeks ago, nobody knew who she was. We've been investing her for two weeks now. Pick another story. There, there's, there's other great stories. And she'll be back. She's 21. She'll be back. Yeah. Bigger and stronger. And, and hopefully next time, she won't partake. And, she, and, she, and she'll learn from it. She'll learn from it. And and some other kids are going to learn from it. My kids are going to, hey, I told you. Because hey, the narrative always out there, right, is that the, the superstars, they don't have to play by the rules, right? Everybody bends the rules for, nah, champ. There they go right there. This nah, you the superstar right here. Yeah, buddy. You, you, you know what I mean? I'm trying to tell you, get yourself together. Play by the rules or you're going to be sitting down. You know, it's, it's like the grades. You know, oh, you didn't take that test. You cheated on that test. You're not going to play. That's been going on since the beginning of time. You, you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. It, it Absolutely. has. And, 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 and uh, boycott in the Olympics, what does that prove? I'm sorry, Stack, but not on this one, dog. No, I ride with you, but not on this one, man. Like, no, I think if you've worked your ass off to make it to the Olympics, please go and good luck to you. Because yeah, <laughs> a lot of y'all, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. A once in a lifetime opportunity to go represent and play in the Olympics. A lot of them. Going abroad, going abroad, going abroad. A lot of some of these African American athletes probably never had a passport, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? So no, man, go. Everybody support, man, and looking forward to seeing a good Olympics, man, and go. Good luck, man. I'm happy that she's young enough. The first thing I want to do is go look up her age, and I was like. Oh, this ain't her. You know, this ain't her last. So she, she could still get in two more. She's twenty. She could do twenty four and twenty eight. Hell, thirty two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she, uh, this is not by any stretch of imagination the end of her. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, man. But it's been fun, man. Um, game one, finals edition, meeting unfiltered. Um, this is fun, man. This is, this is a great conversation. Appreciate you always. Um, MG will be back for um, game two post-game. Um, hopefully we'll see if there's any more news going on that we can add on to our basketball conversation, man. But, no, it was a good conversation. Um, uh, hey. Quick note, you said uh, we talked about Chauncey. Chauncey got a head coaching job. Congratulations to hey, Chauncey. Yeah, oh, definitely can't, definitely can't leave that out, man. Uh, appreciate you. See, that's why you're here, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, congratulate Chauncey, man. Um, Well-deserved uh, opportunities last year that slipped away from him um, because he didn't have any experience um, on the bench. Got that experience now. Uh, out the blue, they try, the best, to drag, they, try to, they try to drag some old shit about out this no, man's name. Like, out 97, the blue. man. Like, nothing nobody has ever heard of. Didn't even know it. First time hearing of that. I'm like, this what y'all bring it out? Right. First time. Heard about this since '97, man. Crazy, like, man. Like, this like dude people ain't shit for GM jobs, basketball shit, operations man. jobs. Like, like people ain't TV shit for man. a decade. Man got wife, three daughters, and you gonna bring this shit up? Like, looks like earthquake said. Then we gonna get out of here. 
Um, it's not said the entertainer. Said the entertainer was uh, on the stand up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That could have been no, like Bill Clinton couldn't have been no brother. Like, during a press conference, like, so Bill, what was you? Now they got um, Senor and Monica. You gonna ask me in front of my wife, dog? <laughs> like, you gonna ask me in front of my wife? <laughs> like, my wife and kids, money? Like, really? You gonna, like, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, but Chauncey handled it well, man. Uh, yeah, I'm happy for yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy for my friend. Uh, people know I, I don't throw that throw that that friend term around too loosely. Um, like I said, a chance a friend, and I'm happy for my friend to get the opportunity, man, because I know what he has and what he's about, man, as a man, as a basketball player. Uh, so yeah, um, took the high road, man, to get here. He's a stand up guy. Uh, yeah, so. Wisconsin, man, nothing but the best up there in Portland. Man. And another teammate of yours also, don't want, to, don't want to leave him out now since we got there, right there in your hometown, Dallas, Jason Kidd gets a head coaching oh, job. Dallas, yeah, we are forgetting about it. Yeah. So two of my teammates, two point guards that I've had right. some success with. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, got jobs, man. So J.K. and Dallas got a good good young core, Luca and those guys, man. So wishing nothing but success as well. Uh, yeah, man, so those guys got great opportunities in front of them. Hopefully they can make the best of them. Wish nothing but success, man. Uh, with that said, it's a wrap. <laughs>